What's up, everybody? I am Travis. I'm Cartoon Joe. And welcome back to another episode of this freaking show. It is the weekly podcast with a little bit of something and a whole lot of nothing. The same weekly podcast as brought to you by BallWash.com. Guys, as we uh, move forward out of the uh, the hot summer days, we're rolling into fall. But it doesn't matter what season you uh, live in, you're always going to have some funk on your junk. And luckily, BallWash.com is there to help you out. With so many products available for not only uh, body wash, but also shampoos, conditioners, a nice little nut rub, and some powders available, Ball Wash has got you covered from head to toe, from hole to pole, guys. If you go to BallWash.com, you fill your cart with all their amazing products, make sure you use the promo code FREAKNET, that's F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T, at checkout, and that'll save you 15% on your entire order. Go to BallWash.com, guys. Pick up your uh, products and uh, give uh, give your nether regions a uh, a more pleasant smell this uh, upcoming season. They have like a pumpkin spice flavor. I bet they will. They got they you. should. They need they should. To. They have to. I mean, I don't want my junk to smell like that. But maybe my wife does. I don't know. Do you think? Uh, you think like like a bonfire smell would be good? I mean, I would like that, but right. You know. I like to say that it reminds me of like you know like Boy Scout times when sitting around a bonfire and like going directly <laughs> to bed and stuff. But I don't want to talk about Boy Scouts. Why uh, in the same conversation as genitalia rubs? So right, yeah. yeah, especially not not now. No, definitely not now. But I I, I think it'd be nice if they came out with some seasonal stuff like like a, like a gingerbread at winter time. Ooh yeah, right. There is a there there is a possibility that we're gonna have the owner of Ball Wash on our show fairly soon. I think we can run this by them. Maybe he could come out with a freaking scent. Like I'm not sure what that would be, but it would have to be well, probably bonfire. Yeah, but it has to be something that like that like we enjoy. Like I like anything like cherry flavored, so I wouldn't mind like a cherry with a hint of whatever you like. Uh, dusty old book. Ooh, that'd be good. That'd be like a cherry vanilla. Right? Like a like is there a way to like to get the essence of like library pages? Yeah, you think there would have to be because they've got candles that smell like it. Got to be. God. We're going to we're going to make them so much more money. There, there has to be a seasonal scent kind of thing, especially with those nut rubs because a lot of them you know they're colonial manly. But like like camping and shit like that or the I guess they I think they do have a beach one. But it has to be more of like a a less obvious but like more like okay, this is definitely a summer kind of smell kind of thing. Bonfire would be right. great for the summer. Uh, autumn, uh, uh, pumpkin spice for the fall. Uh, fucking Christmas yeah. trees for wintertime. What do you do for spring though? So just flowers. Yeah, probably just flowers. Right, like a like a dewy meadow. Yeah. Excellent. Ozone. Enjoy the seasons. Ozone. Enjoy the seasons with ball wash. Hmm. Yeah. Twenty twenty uh, cent, just a burning dumpster. Yep, yeah, it just smells like hot trash. Right. <clears throat> I can bad believe... way, not like. <laughs> oh, never mind. I don't want to make a joke about that. <laughs> I can't believe that it's fucking September, and it's still sketchy on if it's gonna get better. I know, I know, right? Like, there's so much optimism on like it progressively getting better, but it just won't fucking happen. And it's not even like circulated around fucking COVID anymore. 
Like, that's still a thing, but it's like a back burner fucking thing now. Yep. It's like, it's like it's simmering on the back burner. Why we Well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's simmering on the flame of California. Yeah. (laughs) And it's being seasoned by, uh, I think there's a a 20 second hurricane developing right now. Hurricane (laughs) Wilfred when it becomes one. Um, Right now it's tropical depression 22. Right. But in like a week, it'll be Tropical Storm Wilfred. I just, I just, I, I enjoy like, cause like once in a while, like I'll turn on the news, just kind of like catch the updates on stuff. Uh, and, uh, I, I loved how like back in like March, April and stuff like that, like, yeah, I mean, obviously we did focus on the United States issues, but they, they always talk about the worldwide stuff. Like we yeah. just completely gave up on the world. Like we don't give a shit about the world while fucking, like, Texas and Louisiana is getting bombarded by, like, fucking right. tons and tons of fucking water because of hurricanes and tropical storms and fucking cities are burning to the ground and right. we're, we're, we're bitching about the only two guys that we are now putting in the trust of running our country that nobody fucking likes. Yep. It's, it's just like, and, and then all of a sudden all these people want, you know, like, and I get it, like, you know, these stimulus packages and stuff that people can't fucking agree on, you know, cause mm-hmm. they don't gotta worry about fucking money. It's just, there's, there's no, there's no way of fucking winning. Yep. In this, in this fucking year. And I could only guess that at come November, it doesn't matter who fucking wins, something's gonna fucking happen. Yep. And it doesn't seem it's gonna be positive. No, probably uh, not. No, no, probably not. So, I guess the only thing we really got to hope for is like maybe like a good Christmas. Ooh, a nice Christmas would be good, right? Like that's literally what right. we got to shoot for. I mean, next like month, a real winter, not a nuclear winter. Don't twenty twenty this, <laughs> right? Right? Would would that be the magical moment? Is this like the first time we have an actual like blessed snow kind of? Hey, let's run outside and play real quick. Is at fucking Christmas time. Not a frost over fucking like green yard because we're not gonna hit snow until March, right? Yeah, like a full on like classic white Christmas, right? Like a like a what the fuck is that guy's name who who uh, did White Christmas and all that? Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby, like a legit Bing Crosby fucking winter. Yeah, like right. like I literally want to walk outside on in the middle of December and see a fucking horse. Pulling a sleigh down my street. Like, awesome. just magically out of fucking nowhere. Because I wouldn't question it. I'd be like, you know, nope. that makes sense. I'd be suspicious of, like, the color of the horse in that, like, like, is it a red horse? Is it a white horse? Is it, uh, like, a green horse? You know, like, is it just pulling a carriage? Is someone riding it? This is a really extended revelation, uh, four horsemen of the apocalypse joke. Mm. <laughs> God, I would, God damn it. Yeah, 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 you took away, you took away my Christmas spirit, bro. Sorry, sorry. Just like Shawn Michaels, I now lost my smile. <laughs> Shawn Michaels. It's a, it's a wrestler. Okay. You'd have to like, you'd have to like deep dive pro wrestling to get that joke. Gotcha. You talk about the Bible, I'll talk about WWE. Now we're both talking I like about things each other don't know. That would be a really fun podcast episode. <laughs> to compare the Bible to pro wrestling? Yeah, yeah. You get, you give me, you give me a name of some, I don't want to call them Bible characters, that implies that it's a, it's a fucking fake book. Um, yeah. you give me, you give me some names of some people who are represented in the Bible, and I'll throw some fucking wrestling names at it. Nice. 
Well, I do feel yeah. like just as like a weird sidebar, I do feel like the there there are certain types of the way that like Christianity, for example, is practiced in this country that do rely on kayfabe. So, oh yeah, well, and, and, that, and that's the thing, like, because like I mean, some people some people call it fake, and some people call it hope. Right. It's like when it's like when people say like, how do you, how do you believe in God if you don't see him? And then you get those weird people like, well, how do you believe in air? It's like. It's like it's not it's not a good comparison or a good argument. You just based on the fact that like if you have faith, you trust that things are gonna be there for you. Like if there was if if everyone in the world just suddenly gave up on religion and God in this year, this whole world would fucking burn. Because it's always because I mean like especially for me, I don't want to get into a deep dive about religion because it's not it, the topic of our podcast. Yeah, <laughs> um, but. You know, like it, it's building that hope that I mean, especially for me, like you know, as a you know, as a religious person, I do believe in God. Uh, surprising to what people believe. Um, if you don't have that faith build up because of your faith in God, then you have no hope that this year is eventually gonna get better. You know, it's like it's like you know, your whole life goes through highs and lows. You know, and this just happens to be an entire low for an entire fucking country. It's not just you. Yep. For sure. But, but that's why you get the opportunity to reach out to other people and, you know, share that burden with fucking others. And right. a lot of people fail to miss that. You know, actually, this month is like the perfect example for it because it's, you know, Suicide Awareness Month and stuff like that. I completely yeah. forgot. Now yeah. I understand why I'm seeing it everywhere on the Facebooks. Yeah, that and uh, oh god, it's like uh, it's kid, it's like child ca- children or child cancer, but it's not like cancer. It's something like something else. Oh, okay. There's like yeah, there's like three. There's there's so many different things for every month, and it just gets confusing after a while. But I do know I do remember that this month is suicide awareness month because we mentioned it at the end of uh, August. But it's one of the things like you know like you know like a lot of suicide. I do believe. I mean, a lot of times it's terminal illness. So you just want to end it all. But at the same time, it's depression and you know the felt the the, the thought about being alone. You know, and right. we had to talk about that with Clint, um, like a year or so ago when he was on the show last. And oh, yeah, it's it's just one of the things like, you know, like everyone goes through problems. Like, you know, no one is, you know, no one is happier than the, you know, the next person. Like, there's always a struggle that people go through. Some people just hide it better than others. But, you know, especially like now, like we're all going through this. So to reach out isn't that fucking difficult. And we encouraged our fans to reach out to us if they needed to talk about anything, you know, because. Well, one, that's kind of your job, Joe. And uh, two, I'm a good listener. What's my job? Sorry, I zoned out. I'm a bad listener. <laughs> I don't even know if you did that ironically or what. Because... <laughs> oh, fuck. Anyways. So... I was deeply distracted by this statue of a naked guy beating up some babies. It sounds like... Uh... Sounds like David uh, went nuts. Yep. Why? Why is there a statue of a man beating up babies? No what idea. Did, what did you Google that you I, found statue of man beating baby? I didn't. It showed up on Facebook of all places. Oh, I figured you Googled like Arby's to go. Arby's to go. <laughs> oh, uh, come on. Let me share the picture. You stupid thing. Uh, do you ever? Uh, oh God, what the fuck is it? Taco Bell. Like got rid of so much shit, and people are kind of yeah. like upset about that. I'm really mad about it. 
Yeah, I saw on Facebook a friend of mine posted that uh they got rid of uh the like the taco the pizza thing or whatever. The Mexi Mart. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. The Mexican yeah. pizza. Yeah. And then she put out this list of like Oh yeah, look at that. That's uh that's a naked uh that's a naked man with uh with an Epstein statue. I don't know. I don't know. It might be. <laughs> Okay. But she uh, she put this uh, fucking thing, which uh, I think is a little sacrilegious, if that's the proper term, where it's like, we'll never forget. It's like they kind of took, like, Taco Bell and threw it on, like, a 9-11 meme. Oh, that's hilarious. And, uh, I know what you're saying, and it's, yeah. it's probably inappropriate. But. It, it, it It's funny, but it's like, oh, God, especially so close to fucking 9-11 being, like, right. earlier this week. Yeah. Like, but, but good job. Good job. Fucking, um, but it was, like, the Mexi Melt and, like, the, the Double Decker Taco and, like, all Jesus, these different. Fiesta Potatoes. Yeah, like, all these, like, these popular fucking foods that they just get rid of. And, um. You know, we could probably do a show on that too about the discontinued items we would love back. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I, I commented on it. I'm like, what about the apple empanada? And no one was like with me on that. I love the apple empanada. Yeah, it was it was delicious. It was it was one of the best like fast food desserts that you could fucking get. Now, granted, those like those little Cinnabon balls they have, those are also very fucking good. But it's no oh, apple yeah. empanada. No. Not even close. Yeah. And every once in a while, I really want that apple empanada, and I forget that it's not on the menu anymore. And uh, I pull up, and I look at the menu, and it's not there, and I get sad. That apple empanada almost cost me a job at McDonald's, because the Taco Bell was right across from the McDonald's I worked at. <laughs> uh-huh. And when I would go on lunch break, I would walk over to Taco Bell, and I would get lunch. And my fucking GM saw me one day sitting outside of McDonald's eating Taco Bell, and she's like, sir... What are you doing? And I'm like, I'm on lunch. <laughs> it's like, why are you eating Taco Bell at McDonald's in a McDonald's uniform? Because like, it's right across the street and they have apple, apple empanadas. If we sold fried apple pies, I'd be eating them here. Right? So we like, switched that baked crap. Yeah. She's like, you either need to go eat that in your car or off this property or you won't have a job anymore. And I was like, Kelly, I will gladly leave for another empanada. <laughs> Those were, they were, fuck, they were amazing. And then, uh, I don't think they have like the, um, God, what the hell, like the double XL burrito anymore or some shit like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. God. And then, uh, uh and the, uh, the seven layer burrito is not there anymore either. They yeah. used to be Maddie's go to. Yeah. Now they, now they just got the Supreme burrito. So they did throw fucking like nacho cheese into, which I'm okay with, but. Oh, yeah. It's great. Great. Yeah, no, we'll to, we'll to do that. You know, I gotta make notes of this stuff because the thing is, beyond the fact that next week is our 200th episode, so if you guys haven't had a chance yet, make sure you get those questions in. We did get a couple. A lot of them are goofy, kind of common sense questions. Um, so thank you, by the way, for those who, uh, send those in. Mm-hmm. Um, not only do we have, uh, an entire month of October covered, uh, for this freaky show as it returns to celebrate Halloween throughout the entire month of October. Um, and not only do we have our five-year anniversary coming in November, which I'm still hoping to have uh, Awkward Colin return with us to have some fun, uh, we also have shows beyond that that I need to figure out ideas for. So, uh, let's see. I'm going to put Jesus and WWE. <laughs> and what a great title that would even be. Right. 
God, it's like that Tim McGraw song. I need Jesus or I need whiskey. Anyways, Jesus WWE and discontinued food. And hey, if we ever get big enough, um, by, uh, you know, sponsors and, uh, merchandise sales, maybe one day, uh, we could even hire a, uh, proper chef who could recreate the discontinued foods for us. And we could out bag it. I would love that. Um, I'd love to get like Mythical Josh to do it. God, he's so good. <sighs> he's so great. He made ostrich wings this week. That is incredible. Yep. <clears throat> I am so far behind on the, on the whole mythical thing. I've been like, it's like, I, it was almost like my go-to. Like every morning, I'd wake up, watch like Good Mythical Morning, and uh, you know the Mythical Kitchen and all that stuff. Like as it goes on daily. I just got away from it, like, so quickly, and I don't know why. Yeah, I only tune in, uh, I really just tune into Mythical Kitchen now, because they started their own, uh, separate channel. Mm -hmm. And then, like, if something looks really interesting to me, I'll hop over to, uh, to Good Mythical Morning and I'll watch it. But, it's not very, <laughs> not very frequent. No. Oh, God. Well, to really quickly get it out of the way, uh, do you wanna, you wanna plug the other, uh, sponsor real quick? Yes, there were like nine times during their conversation when I thought about segueing and then I didn't. <laughs> so, I'm gonna go back to the first one that popped up and I'm gonna say, if you like the smell of books and want to experience a book with another sense, head on over to audibletrial.com slash freaknet and get yourself 30 days and a free credit toward your first Audible purchase of an audiobook. It's just like a regular book, but you read it with your earballs instead of your eyeballs. And that's how it ties into ball wash. <laughs> but you can get over there, you get some fantastic titles, you can listen to some great books. Um, I highly recommend... Uh, uh, the Percy Jackson and the Olympians series, uh, which I've recently been reading. Um, great, 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 uh, uh, similar to Harry Potter, similar themes, uh, great coming of age story, et cetera, and so forth. Um, audibletrial.com slash freaknet. Head on over there right now. I like how you pulled segues out of a previous conversation to completely ignore the fact that what a segue truly is. Bravo, Joe. Yep. Yep. Bravo. <laughs> Mention uh, Harry Potter. I saw a fucking meme yesterday, and uh, I, I don't know what it's from. I, I assume it's from, like, like the Magical Beast movies or something like that. Yeah. But there's, like, this boy talking to his dad, and then the first, like, little square, it says, Dad, what if I get put in Hufflepuff? Uh -huh. And the bottom one, like, the dad's like, well, they don't bother fucking coming home. <laughs> it's like, why do people hate Hufflepuff so fucking much? I don't know. I love Hufflepuff. What's the, so it's, it's Slytherin, Hufflepuff, Gryffindor. What's the fourth one? Sl uh, Slytherin, Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw. 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 The lesser of the known ones. I assume Hufflepuff's only known because it's Hufflepuff. <laughs> there wasn't really anyone, like, main character-wise who was in Hufflepuff, right? It was, they were all in fucking Gryffindor, except for... Yeah, Malfoy. they were pretty much all in Gryffindor. It was in Slytherin, yeah. Yep. Ooh, wh wh which one was uh, the fucking uh, the vampire in? Vampire? Yeah, Robert Pattinson. Oh, uh, he, was, he was a Hufflepuff. 
Cedric yeah. Diggory. Yeah. Oh, there we go. So no one was in yeah. Ravenclaw. Ooh, where was uh, what was uh, fucking God? Why can't I remember these fucking names? The uh, Harry Potter's buddy, Ralph. Ron. Ron. Ron Weasley. What was his uh, sister in? Was he? A, was she a Gryffindor? Yeah, she was a Gryffindor. All the Weasleys are Gryffindors. Weird. Um, what's her name? Luna Lovegood was a Ravenclaw. Oh yeah, I almost forgot about her. Yeah, I think she's the only important one though. Mounting Myrtle. Mounting Myrtle. All right, Joe. What uh, what freaking happened this week? Um, sorry, I got distracted by an email that I got. Uh, was it, they're was still it, they're uh, still using my picture from graduation a year ago. Sounds like a Floyd card. Weird. Because they'll renew um, your Floyd card with your like sixteen year old driver's license. My Floyd card. Floyd. Firearm. Something. Oh, Firearm. I never heard of that. Shit, a Floyd card. Yeah, I've never heard of Nope. Come on, Joe. Never heard of it. What is it? Firearm ownership identification? Yeah. You've never heard of a Ford card? Nope. You grew up in like Hillbilly, Indiana. Oh, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, no one, no one I they, knew. They probably never applied for one. Yep. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, that's probably also true. They probably, that's probably also true. No shit. Wow. Yeah. I, I figure a Ford card is like a very well known thing. Like, cause I mean, especially like, when, like, you have to bring, like, forms of ID and they list a Ford card, passport, driver's license. No, wow, shit, John. Oh, you know, I remember reading that, but I never knew what it was. Yeah, it's, huh. uh, it's, it's basically uh, a way to register uh, to own a gun. Basically, like, uh, it's cool. like Civil War to register as a superhero, but it's for guns. Gotcha. Nice. Yes. Nice. Well, I can tell you uh, what happened this week in history, if you'd like. I, I would love it, Joe. We are at the end of summer, and uh, we haven't done any summary things, really, just because it's, uh, you know, the year that it is. Yes. But uh, I think we should celebrate, perhaps, the greatest American fruit ever invented for summer, the seedless watermelon, which was invented on the 14th of September in 1951 at Purdue University. So it was a seedless watermelon has been developed at Purdue University. It was round and weighs about eight to ten pounds. And uh, as of that date, the news said it could well be seen on sale in parts of the country by next year. <laughs> now it's one of the most popular watermelons. I prefer the ones with seeds, though. Now the seedless watermelon, like it still has like those like white seeds, and it. it just doesn't have the black ones. Correct. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't have the seeds that you can't chew. What were they doing to where they had to say, we need to make a watermelon that doesn't have seeds in it? I don't know. I think they were just bored. Because you know somebody watched Rugrats and took the one episode of the uh, pumpkin grown in the body way too fucking seriously. <laughs> it could be. They're also yeah. like grapes used to have seeds in them. There used to be grape seed spitting contests back when like Mark Twain was a kid. Oh, no shit. Yeah. So maybe they just figured it was the next thing to get rid of seeds in. Oh. There we go. Um, I don't know. Weird. What's what's next? Fucking right. pomegranates. <laughs> the only fruit that's all seeds. Right. A mango that has a pit. A pitless mango. God, that would be incredible. Especially right. if it was like the same size. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, I love mangoes. Right, it's just full of mango and not that bullshit pit you have to like cut around. Gross. Mm-hmm. Um, mine, uh, mine is uh less cheery. Okay. September thirteenth, nineteen seventy one, Attica prison riot. Oh, the Attica prison riot. Nice. Attica prison riot comes to an end when police use helicopters to drop tear gas on the yard and then firing three thousand rounds into the haze. Ten hostages and 29 inmates were killed in the raid. It was initially claimed that the inmates slit the hostages' throats, but autopsy showed the hostages has been shot by police. Four days earlier, 1,200 prisoners revolted, killing a guard. Officials, officials were able to gain back control of most of the prison, but 1,281 prisoners gathered in an exercise field holding 39 hostages. Wild. Uh, you don't hear much about that shit anymore. No. No, probably because it came out that the police did the majority of the killing. Yeah, well, from a it's helicopter. really bad PR for them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know, like, it's... I wish there was a way, which I know there's, like, podcasts and shit like that, to... uh to be reminded of this stuff. Because, I mean, like, it is, it is interesting history and shit like that. Like, fucking Attica and, um, I don't know. Like, I, I is it weird to, like, you know, you want to learn more about tragedies and shit like that that fucking happen? I don't is know. If weird, it's weird, weird thing? then I'm in trouble because I, that's, like, all the podcasts I listen to focus on these. Yeah. Well, and that's why, like, I'm a huge fan of, like, that whole podcast network because all their stuff, I mean, they have different fucking podcasts, but... They do ones on on uh, on crime bosses, on serial killers, on unsolved mysteries, on unexplained uh, uh, events, uh, female killers. Like it, it's just interesting shit, you know? Because it's like I don't know. Like it's it's not like you know I'm trying to like write a how to fucking book or something like that. But it's just right. it's, it's interesting to find like the history on like 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 nine eleven. The Chicago right. Fire, like, you know, uh, the Titanic, like just the shit that has like a tragic ending to it, but the story that led up to that. Right. You know, and, I, and I, I'm That's not a big, big. I, yeah, and I'm not a big cons- a conspiracy theorist, but I do like hearing it, you know, like how people talk about like the Titanic wasn't really the Titanic. It was just another boat that they sunk for the insurance money and shit like that. I never heard of that. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and. I didn't hear about it either until, like, I was looking up, I think I was looking up something for this show, and, like, that came up, like, like, it wasn't, like, because the Titanic was so strong that they replaced it with a different boat, uh, that they sunk for the insurance money and shit like that, and, you know, the Chicago Fire was started by a cow. Right. Uh, just shit like that. I thought it'd be, you know, that's, that stuff's really interesting. I mean, I would love to do stuff like that on this show. That's way too much fucking research. Yeah, that's, that's too much research for us. I feel that. I feel that deeply. Yeah. Every uh, once in a while, I think, boy, I'd really like to research that topic and bring it up on the show, and then I think, no, I don't. It's one of those things. Like, eventually, if our dream of winning the lottery fucking happens, and this is the only thing we do, then yes. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, you know, you got a wife, you got a job, you know, you got shit. I, I got nothing. Um, anyways, <laughs> you got a house, you got a dog. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, it, it's like I said, it's just one of those cool things. But the thing is, between me doing two podcasts, between you doing two podcasts, we just got so much other shit going on. But down the line, 
if uh, one day that fucking lottery numbers come up and it's like, hey, our only job is Freaknet Studios, well, now we got reason to actually uh, get into some detailed kind of stuff. But I think our fans really enjoy just the bantering, babbling bullshit that we do about fucking Apple and Panadas and uh, a presidential uh, bracket. Mm-hmm. So, but let me update you guys on the bracket real quick uh, before we actually dive into what we planned on doing today as uh, we're getting close to the end of the show already. But we got time. Um, if you guys remember a couple weeks ago, we put together the presidential bracket on the most badass president uh, in history. Uh, we started out with 32. Uh, we completed the first round of, uh, or the first section of the first round uh, last week. Uh, the results for the previous uh, poll we had, we had George Washington taking on Zach Taylor. George Washington picked up the win. I mean, that's really no surprise. Uh, Andrew Johnson took on Richard Nixon, where Andrew Johnson won over Richard Nixon. John oh, wow. Adams, yeah. I was actually surprised by that. Uh, that one and the last one were like the closest ones. It was one vote off. Uh, John Adams beat out Herbert Hoover, and then Lyndon B. Johnson beat out George H.W. Bush by one vote. Wow. Yep. So currently to date, we have Theodore Roosevelt, Martin Van Buren, Grover Cleveland, Ulysses S. Grant, George Washington, Andrew Johnson, John Adams, and Lyndon B. Johnson all advancing in the first half. Uh, this week, as I mentioned, the polls do go up on our Facebook stories for This Freaking Show and Freaknet Studios. So make sure you do follow us on Facebook. And make sure you check out the stories because that's where the polls are. Uh, I do my best to do it daily. They're 24-hour polls, so as soon as 24 hours comes up, they disappear, and i got to put them back up there. So it's a lot of work for me, so I encourage you guys to um, appreciate what I do for you and uh, go and vote. Uh, so this week's uh, four uh, polls are going to be Abraham Lincoln versus James Madison, James Garfield uh, versus Gerald Ford, Rutherford B. Hayes against John F. Kennedy, and Ronald Reagan against John Tyler. Nice. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, Joe. I actually have fun doing this one. I thought this was going to be boring, but it's kind of cool to kind of see, like, who votes for what. I mean, obviously, uh, fucking Washington crushed Zach Taylor. I think it was, uh, I think Taylor had, like, two. Washington had 12. (laughs) My goodness. Um... Let's see here. And then, uh, Johnson had, uh, seven. Nixon had six. John Adams. That wasn't fucking. Yeah. I'm sorry. Andrew Johnson had seven. Nixon had six. John Adams had nine. Hoover had five. And then Lyndon had, uh, seven. And Bush had six. So some of them are close. Some of them are fucking landslides. I, I honestly believe that the, the final four is going to be Roosevelt, Washington, uh, Eisenhower, and Lincoln. You're probably right. Classics. Who do you, uh, if you had to guess, who do you think is going to win overall? Uh, Teddy Roosevelt. Really? I see. I'm thinking Lincoln. I can see that. Lincoln would be good. I would like it if you won. The biggest thing is like, so looking at the brackets, like if you get down to the semifinals, it looks like it could be Roosevelt over Washington, but I mean, who's going to vote for? Right. I'm not sure. Right. But it could, I mean, it could be a dark horse. We could see fucking Taft pick up the win. That'd be amazing. It'd be amazing to see him pick up anything. <laughs> Gonna pick himself out of a fucking tub. <laughs> uh, I could do that because I too am fat. 
You know how he threw out the first pitch of the the baseball game mm-hmm. when he invented that tradition? Yeah. He stayed in the stands and just threw the baseball onto the field. Are you serious? Yep. Super lame. That's my hero. <laughs> that guy. He did exactly what he said he was going to do. Yep. I can just picture it being like, like real, like really weakly thrown. You know what I mean? Like where you're like almost all shoulder in the throw and no arm. <laughs> okay, that's how I picture it. Just like, yeah. Make, making the actual noise. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, Joe. So, Aqua Colin kind of inspired this uh, little doodaddy that we're going to do here. Uh, God, this website's not loading. I got to say... I love how life just works itself out. Anyways, okay. So, uh, Callan and I, uh, usually on Thursdays, well, we do some woodworking or we just kind of do some stuff. Uh, yesterday we helped out, uh, his pappy. But normally we do some woodworking in my house and then at the end of the day, uh, we will, uh, turn on his plex and watch, uh, Land Before Time. And, um, for some reason, we got on the topic of uh, movies being, like, kind of similar. And he Googled for some reason, like, movie, like, uh, uh, what the hell's the example that we use? It don't matter. Anyways, Joe, what I want to find out is uh, I'm going to pull up a bunch of uh, movies that have similar plot lines that got released around the same time. Right. And um going to see which one you would prefer over the other. Uh A lot of these are a little bit older. I'm not sure if you've seen them all. But I just still want to educate a guess on which one you think is the better one. Yeah. Cool. And uh I think this is perfect time because like we are getting close to the end, so this is a nice little filler to catch us up to the end of the fucking show. Okay. Perfect. Uh we got uh Deep Impact uh and Armageddon, both released in nineteen ninety eight. Oh, it's got it's uh Armageddon. Is it because of Billy Bob Thornton or is it because of Aerosmith's song? Uh, both. <laughs> Isn't it, they've also got that, that, whole, that whole, like, Steve Buscemi riding a rocket, right? Is that Armageddon? I thought it was Armageddon. It could be. I've never seen Armageddon, so I don't know. You've only seen Deep Impact? I've never seen Deep Impact. i never heard oh. of Deep Impact. Gotcha. You I've think, never seen Deep Impact. The, the idea that we talk about movies on this uh, on this podcast, and I say you're the one that doesn't watch a lot of movies. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't, I don't watch fucking. I rarely watch like any movie, like especially like there. There's been a lot of movies in the '90s I fucking watched. So like, the only thing, I, the only reason I know of Armageddon is because of the uh, Aerosmith song, and the only reason I know Bruce Willis is in it is because somebody told me. Oh gosh, yeah, Liv Tyler's in it. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Affleck, Ben Affleck's in it. It's a, it's a good movie. Armageddon's pretty good. I really like it. Was it, uh, was it, uh, directed by Michael Bay? I couldn't tell you. During the summer of 98, DreamWorks and Touchstone Pictures released two rival asteroid disaster movies, Deep Impact and Armageddon. One movie showed how families and modern civilization would be affected by an asteroid collision, 
while the other was a loud, action-packed thrill ride from director Michael Bay. Although astronomers called Deep Impact more scientifically accurate, Armageddon was selected to be the prestigious Criterion Collection. I'm going to Criterion? Criterion, yeah. There we go. Which is reserved for, in their own words, important classic and contemporary films. Uh, 2013, Olympus Has Fallen versus White House Down. Um, see, I confuse these ones really badly. So, Olympus Uh, Has Fallen is Gerard Butler and Morgan Freeman. White House Down is Channing Tatum and Michael J. Fox. That's right. I personally think White House Down is a better movie. Mm. Um, because it's the best Die Hard movie we've had since Die Hard 3. Uh, even though it's not actually technically a Die Hard movie. But, uh, the, the Olympus Has Fallen has had more sequels. It did? Yeah, it has Olympus Has Fallen, London Has Fallen, I think we're on like, the Galaxy Has Fallen, I don't know. <laughs> there is, there is a third <laughs> one, and I can't remember what the fuck it is. But, in 2013, two different movies, studios released two different films about terrorist groups invading and taking over the White House. Released in March of 13, Olympia Has Fallen, featuring Aaron Eckhart, has the captured president with Gerard Butler, the Secret Service agent who recaptures the White House and saves him from this certain doom. That year's other Save the Prez effort, White House Down, featured Jamie Foxx as the president, with Channing Tatum in the role of the Secret Service hopeful, Secret Service hopeful tasked with keeping him safe. Although White House Down has a wider summer release, Olympus Has Fallen is a higher box office return. Wild. And um, I mean, your statement is a perfect example of this whole thing. It's like you get them mixed up because it's right. literally the same fucking movie. Um, 1997, Dante's Peak versus Volcano. Now I've seen Dante's Peak in school, but I've never seen Volcano. Yep, same. I enjoyed Dante's Peak. I thought it was really good. Mm-hmm. Is that, now, uh, for the sake of making sure I'm thinking about the right movie, do you, is Dante's Peak the one where the old lady jumped into like the, uh, like the poisonous water to push the kids across in the boat to get them to his, her mom? Oh, I think so. I think you're right. Okay. Then I'm thinking of the right movie. Because I'm, I'm trying to remember exactly if it, because I know, I know it's obviously about volcanoes. And I know it's like the kids are up with like the grandma and then the mom is taking like, I think like a boyfriend or an ex-boyfriend who's like a firefighter up there or an ex-husband up there to get the kids. And there's like this water way that got like uh contaminated uh with the volcano volcanic ash and shit like that or whatever the fuck it was. But the the woman jumped out of the boat to push the boat across the water and you just hear the fucking sizzling and shit. Is I don't know why they played in fucking school, but I did. don't know either. I don't remember um, that scene at all. Maybe they skipped it when I was watching. Uh, is this it? Is this the picture from it? Uh, Seems like it's really seared into your memory. Yep, that's it. <laughs> that is Yikes. it. Yeah, it was an unpleasant scene. Oh, yeah, here's a gift. Here's a gift. Uh, 97 Universal Pictures, Volcano Thriller, Dante's Pink, raked in an impressive $178 million at the box office worldwide. A few months later, 20th Century Fox released Volcano, which also featured, you guessed it, a volcano. That flick grows $122 million internationally, proven that the country's thirst for seeing mountains go boom can't be satisfied with just one movie. Huh. My goodness. 
God, I like our Skype little uh, chat. Burning women and naked men statues. Yep. Did you pick one? Did you pick Dante's Peak? Oh, yeah, I did pick Dante's Peak. Gotcha. Sorry. Uh, 1995, Gordy and Babe. Babe the pig? Yeah, Babe the pig. Huh. I'm going to say Babe, because that's the one that I've seen and know. I didn't even know yeah. Gordy existed. Believe it or not, in 95, two talking pig movies competed for family box office dollars. In May, Miramax released Gordy, which followed the adventures of a pig trying to find his family after they were taken away to be slaughtered. A few months later, Universal released Babe, which revolved around a sheep-herding pig. Babe blew Gordy out of the water, earned an Academy Award nomination for Best Picture and Best Director, beat out Apollo 13 for Best Visual Effects, <clears throat> and would eventually spawn a sequel, Babe Pig in the City. The world is still waiting for a Gordy sequel. I do remember Gordy. Uh, I don't remember it at all. Which is weird, because based on this picture I found, I think I was in it. It's, uh, yeah. it's, uh, it's basically Homeward Bound, but for Pig. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Saving Private Ryan or The Thin Red Line, 1998. I don't even know anyone who's heard of The Thin Red Line. I gotta go Saving Private Ryan. 71st Academy Award, the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts, and Science nominated two World War II films for Best Picture and Best Director. While Steven Spielberg's Saving Private Ryan followed the invasion of Normandy on Omaha Beach, and the wars, uh, and the wars Atlantic Theater, Terrence Malick's The Thin Red Line focused on the Battle of Guadalcanal in the South Pacific. Neither took home the Best Picture Oscar. That went to Shakespeare in Love, but Spielberg wound up winning Best Director. Huh. Jim Caviezel was in it. He played Jesus in Passion of the Christ. Did he? I believe so. Huh. I got struck by lightning a couple times for it. Uh, I'm going to skip that one because I don't care. Uh, I'm going to skip that one because I don't care. He's also going to play Jesus in The Passion of the Christ Resurrection, which I forgot was a, a thing. How do you make a movie about resurrection? I don't It's just it's the sequel to The Passion of the Christ. So you're going to make a three-hour movie about him waking up? Yep, I guess. Oh, shit. I mean, it might, it might go all the way through to Pentecost. Uh, 2011, no strings attached, friends with benefits. Um, which one had Mila Kunis? Mila Kunis? Yeah. Uh, friends with benefits. That's the one I'm gonna pick. Mila Kunis and, uh, Justin Timberlake. Yep. Uh, The Illusionist, uh, and The Prestige, 2006. Um,. I really, really liked The Prestige. Oh, Ashton Kutcher was in No Strings Attached. Aren't Ashton and Mila married to each other in real life? They are. They are. And they both just did movies that were the same? Was it like a weird competition? No, they weren't together at that time. Oh, they weren't? Oh. That was like right in the middle of uh, that 70s show ending that they both played on, and then them getting together and married and shit. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Very weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, remind me of my, what was the, the illusionist, the illusionist? was a prestige. Remember what the illusionist was about. During the 2006 Sundance Film Festival, director Neil Berger premiered The Illusionist about a 19th century social climbing musician played by Edward Norton. 
Later that year, director Christopher Nolan released a separate movie about two competing 19th century magicians called The Prestige. The Illusionist and The Prestige were both nominated for an Academy Award for Best Cinematography, but were made to disappear by Pan's Labyrinth. Wild. Yeah, I'm gonna pick the Prestige. I've never heard. I've I've not really heard of the Illusionist, which is shocking to me because I love Edward Norton, one of my favorite yeah. actors. Um, uh, not doing that one. Cool. That was it. Oh, sweet. Yeah. What are you freaking thinking about, Joe? Uh, the Apple event this week. It was uh, it was fairly exciting. I'm probably going to uh, save up and get me one of them Apple Watches now because it's finally got to a point where I think it's worth the money. So, yeah, they got some cool stuff on there. So they've they've been able to like read your heart rate and like do an EKG and stuff. And now they've added um, they can read your how much blood oxygen you have, which I think is really cool. So, um. I do have a, uh, I've got part of my, my anxiety disorder. I end up worrying about my heart all the time. And I just feel like it's something that would, uh, I would worry about a lot less if I had a device on my wrist that was like, Hey, you need to go to the hospital. So I hope it would be that awkward too, but it probably wouldn't be. I just, I just <laughs> want, I just want an image to show up on the phone of the cat holding onto the branch just saying, hang in there. Yes. <laughs> Ah, uh, if only Pebble hadn't gone the way of the dodo, we might have that watch. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What are you freaking thinking about? Uh, I, I'm actually really excited about uh, this weekend. Um, to, give you, to give you guys behind the uh, scenes, I, uh, the, behind the scenes, um, we uh we are actually uh, going out this weekend and uh doing the recordings for the cemetery uh vlogs that we're gonna release in October. Um it's something new and different that we're gonna try doing. Uh, I'm really excited for it. Uh we are doing something that probably is the most uh, in depth kind of work that we're gonna have to do for the podcast. Where I mean yeah. Yeah, because we got a, we got well, we were leaving my house at seven a.m. and the plan is to get done by five, so about ten hours of driving and filming and stuff like that that we're going to try to wrap up in one day. So uh, I'm really excited to do it. I'm looking forward to it. I'm hoping it turns out perfect. Because honestly, I don't know how it's going to look. I still don't even know how we're going to, um, like. <clears throat> Pro, like like what we're going to do in the films and stuff like that, how we're going to kind of set it up. Um, so this is all new for us and it's all like different. But I mean, based on the followers that we do have, especially during our Halloween season, I know that you know we're gonna get good viewership on it, and I'm hoping it kind of helps grow. Plus, yeah. you know, the history of like a lot of these cemeteries that we're visiting uh, are pretty well known. So I'm hoping they get it, they enjoy it from our perspective on it. But um. I know I'm I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see what we could uh we could do with it. And like I said, like you were we're going to check out eight cemeteries. Uh we're gonna release two episodes a week through the month of October. Uh as of right now, I do have a friend of mine coming with us who's going to be our cameraman. Uh, oh so, nice. Yeah, so we could uh 
so we could focus more on actually touring the cemetery and checking it out. The one thing that does kind of suck, obviously, because of the crunch time on doing it, the eight thing, because it's about 300 miles of driving that we got to do in one day. Um, we don't got, we don't have a lot of time to really like appreciate the, the, the area, but we should have enough time to get there, get an idea of what we want to do, we film, record, and kind of walk around and stuff. So I'm really excited to do it. I'm, I'm a little bit nervous about it just because. You know, we're just, we're walking through a cemetery where people are like laid to rest and shit like that, but luckily Joey's there, so we could always walk in and out with a prayer to kind of pay our respects to that, like you agree, Joe? Yeah, I can do that. So, that way we do it in a respectful way, we're not going to really focus, like, you know, the camera on, like, certain cemetery, like, uh, stones, you know, just out of respect for the people who are buried there. Um, so we don't have to put like their names and stuff into the footage. Like we're just gonna try doing it as respectful as possible. We're doing it during the day, so we're doing it legally. And we're just gonna check out some of these, you know, well known haunted cemeteries. And we're doing this for you guys. Like everything we do, we do it for you. And I know that sounds like a Brian Adams song, and that's because it is. <laughs> but, but we truly do it for you because uh, you guys keep coming back every week and listening to our show. That's why we love, you know, having you guys here. And that's why we want to do stuff like that. That's why we make the entire month of October, uh, this freaky show where the freak Joe reads stories and everything. Um, and that's another thing I got to kind of mention. And I can't wait to get this fucking message from Sarge about it. But, um, the whole goal was to create a, um, freaky tales book for this year. Well, this year sucked. So, yep. um, I really couldn't get my mind focused on the actual book itself and shit like that. Uh, Cartoon Joe has a lot of stuff going on in his life, too, that we can't really focus 100% on the extracurriculars that come with this podcast. You know, Joey has his work, he has his wife, you know, a little behind the scenes. He, he's, he's progressing his life future with buying a house and shit like that, doing That's shit true. for him. So... The book is going to happen. Me and Joe are definitely going to do Freaky Tales. It's just not going to happen this year as we planned. But we'll look at doing it, like, you know, going forward and seeing how we can, like, maybe do a little bit at a time to hopefully try to do something by next October. But for the time being, we found different things we think would be more enjoyable for this year, and that's why we kind of developed a whole uh, uh, cemetery vlogs. Um, I think the visual will be a lot more fun, especially in 2020. That's been a huge dumpster fire. So, um, Sarge did create a story for Freaky Tales that we're going to read in October. I did write a story, uh, that we're going to read in October. So that means we have two days open and available for uh, additional stories. So we encourage you guys, if you guys have created any kind of spooky or scary story yourselves that you want us to read on the air, you can email us at thisfreakingshow at yahoo.com. Or send it to us on Facebook and everything, and then uh, we can have the Freak Joe read it. Uh, normally we do, um, it's like usually like Edgar Allan Poe or uh, something like that. Uh, I actually was listening to some of the uh, This Freaky Shows from uh, last year uh, and kind of like reliving the uh, Monkey Paw story, which is still one of my favorite nice. stories that you read. Uh, but obviously, you know, I'm a huge fan of Edgar Allan Poe, so, you know, Telltale Heart, The Raven, and all that stuff too, so. Uh, we encourage you guys to submit any stories you have. I know the Freak Joe loves, uh, reading original, uh, stories. Or really if you guys, do. or if you guys have a recommendation for a, uh, a story you want to hear Freak Joe, uh, read, 
Uh, we have two weeks that we don't have a story uh, set up for, so we encourage you guys to participate and do that. Um, next week is our 200th episode. Uh, we're going to do the Ask Us Anything. We've got some questions submitted. Um, I am going to try to set up a surprise for you, Joe. Oh. And um, if it works out, I'm excited. We did it on the 100th episode, so I figured why not do it on the 200th episode. But um, no guarantees on that. So we'll see how the All rest right. of that goes. We do have our five-year coming up in November. I am trying to get Awkward Colin in on that. So you get the, uh, the Sniffletron ready, the... Uh, <coughs> Oh god, I love that dude. Uh, um, and then obviously, yeah, season uh, we'll wrap up season four in the middle of November to get uh, ready for uh, season five. So <clears throat> a lot going on with the show, uh, a lot of growing and everything. Obviously, you know, with Freaknet Studios, we kind of help doing a lot more content visually, as well as the awesome sponsors we have like Ball Wash and Audible. But make sure you guys check out T Public T E E P U B L I C dot com. Uh, check out all the amazing merchandise we have there. Uh, next week, we will be releasing the uh, freak, uh, this freaky show uh, logo stuff that you could buy in the in uh, T Public. Again, we're not doing shirts this year. Maybe we can look at doing some kind of shirt for next year. Uh, but this year it's gonna be more of like you know stickers and pins, magnets, uh, pillows, laptop cases, phone cases, basically everything else that's available at T Public other than uh, apparel. So uh, that'll be released next week. So you guys have that merchandise delivered to you by this week's show, so you can enjoy all the merchandise during the month of October. Uh, hey Joe. Yes. Every week our listeners can catch Cartoon Joe here at this freaking show. But if an hour a week of Cartoon Joe just isn't enough for our listeners, where can they go? If you need more Cartoon Joe, you can find me over at the GeekCast Live podcast at violentpress.com. You can also find us on Facebook, iTunes, Google Play, and Twitter by searching GeekCast Live. Yes, I know it's Google Podcast, but it doesn't roll off the tongue as easily. I know, right? That's why I just go Google Pod. Yeah, I should just do Google Pod. Google Pod. Uh, guys, make sure you check out FreakNetStudios.com where you can check out the other podcasts associated with FreakNet Studios, such as Just Freaking Wrestling and Doug Gray Area. Shout out to uh, Sarge because um, uh, he's at, I believe, episode 98 right now. So he's two episodes away from 100. So congratulations for that milestone as he uh, moves forward and reaches that. Uh, follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at This Freaking Show. And you can find our show released every single week on iTunes, Google Pod, Spotify, Podbean, and through your Alexa app just by searching This Freaking Show. Guys, that's all I have. As always, I am Travis i I'm Cartoon Joe. And thank you for listening to another episode of This Freaking Show. I'm out.